Welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today on the Modern MBA podcast, we're speaking with Julia, a hotel investment and valuation professional. She's currently doing her MBA online at IE whilst working as a development and feasibility manager for Marriott. Would you kindly share your name, where you're from, and where you did your MBA? Sure. Uh, I'm Julia. I'm from Madrid, actually, Spain. And I decided to go back to the roots and do my MBA in a school that is based in Madrid, even though I'm actually doing most of it remotely from London. Brilliant. And you started off in the food and beverage industry within luxury hospitality with Rosewood. You moved into sales and then hotel valuation, and most recently are with Marriott in their development and feasibility as a development and feasibility manager. Would you walk us through your experience to date? Sure. Um, yeah, I think it's when you look at it from, from an external perspective, it's a little bit difficult to see the link between all of these. Uh, so I, I decided to do a bachelor's in hospitality management, and I think that's where it all kicked off. Um, I knew I liked hospitality, but I didn't really know which areas within hospitality I liked the most. The good thing about my school was that it allowed you to do a couple of internships that could help you decide where you wanted to focus. Uh, the, the first one I did in food and beverage. Then I moved on to basically group sales and revenue management in, in the W Barcelona uh, and then I did find that I was mostly interested in, in finance or hotel investment. Uh, and after a couple of roles, I, I ended up in Marriott. That's brilliant. That's great. Um, so then for those who don't quite understand or don't know what a development and feasibility manager's role entails, could you give us a little overview? Obviously, Marriott is, is quite a big hotel chain and we, we need to grow. We're a growth company. We need to grow our portfolio and we do so by, well, we need to analyze and advise on each of the investments that we are looking at because not everything will be approved by our board. So essentially, my team will go to market, see if our brands, see if the facilities that are provided in the hotels that are trying to get in with the Marriott brands are really fit for the company um, and analyzing this both from a market and from a financial perspective to see if the investment makes sense for Marriott. Interesting. And and within those roles, um, so you must have people who actually do the actual valuation. Are they... I don't know, are they quantity surveyors or how does that work? No, actually, so it's interesting that you ask because previously I, I did work with CBRE and even though we were consulting on hotel assignments, because hotels are real estate, um, valuations did have to be done by qualified surveyors. However, Marriott doesn't necessarily own or buy real estate. It's a brand company. And in that regard, the valuations entail basically seeing what the, the fee income will be for Marriott in regards to each of those hotels. So they don't necessarily, um, they're not valued, they're valued more as a business rather than a real estate asset. That makes a lot of sense. What kind of, what, what KPIs do you look for generally? 
Um, I think it's, uh, to be honest, we, we just build an entire PNL. Uh, obviously, it depends on, on how our fees are structured. Sometimes the fees will just be structured on, on pure top line. So, so what the hotel does in revenues over a year. Um, obviously, if we have more of a stake in there, if it's not a franchise and, and we are actually managing those assets, uh, our fees will also have to do with, with how we manage the operational expenses. So we will have to go to bottom line and, um, and evaluate how, how that will work out. Many MBAs do a degree to make a pivot. What was your motivation for doing an MBA? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, well, so picture me this time last year. I'd always wanted to do further studies. And obviously last year I was seeing that... Uh, an industry where I had spent nearly six years was basically crashing and burning. Um, the pandemic was really a, a point where I think a lot of people in hospitality really had to stop and think of their motivations for being in that industry just because the, the future seemed so uncertain. Um, so I thought that at that point, well, I had always wanted to do uh, more studies um, and I thought that that was the best time to do so because I had the time. I was probably going to be locked down or staying at home most of the time. Um, and I really had the, the need to do it because I really wanted to see whether hospitality continued to be the right fit for me and just wanted to learn more so that I could potentially apply it to my industry uh, on the path to recovery. Good point. I think it becomes so crucial on the path to recovery. We talked to a general manager a few weeks ago and he was saying, you know, last year was hard, this year is so much harder and you're constantly thinking about how you're going to, you know, make a profit each month. How do you get out of the red <laughs> uh, and make it work? And I think the MBA and having that financial knowledge and the holistic view can really help you think we're outside the box. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, I mean, any type of business has had to reposition, right? This is what happens with any crisis. You just have to think of strategic ways to, if the, if the business is not working the way the environment is at that point, how can you make it work? And I think an MBA really gives you that perspective because you are exposed to different individuals from different sectors and uh, just different approaches in general. So then how did you go about choosing your program? Why part-time and why IE? Yeah, um, I think it's it's all bundled up together in a way. I mean, my my dad did actually do an MBA at IE a long, long time ago. So from that perspective, it was, uh, I guess that's why I started looking at it in the first place. But then I also wanted a program where, I mean, I, I think this time last year, it was pretty obvious that most MBAs would not, even if they were full-time, they would not be on campus. You would be doing them remotely. And after talking to some people, I realized that it was probably a better option to go for an established MBA in, in a virtual sense. So obviously this one is blended. So we do have uh, times when we are um, having classes in person in Madrid. However, I thought it was a better idea to go for, for a program that did have that already in place, did have that structure, did have those teachers that were used to teaching online, did have programs that were adapted to learning online rather than going for a full-time program, which would have usually been in person and had, and they just had to scramble to put together an online program. What has your MBA experience been like? I suppose expectation versus reality. And are there any particular peculiarities or challenges you're facing uh, doing your degree online and, and part-time as well? 
Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting question. I think um, obviously everyone that, that does an MBA knows that it's going to be tough, right? Uh, it's going to be tough to like from time management perspective, also from just it's going to be complex and uh, going to be complicated subjects and, and just a lot of learning all at a time. Um, I think what I underestimated was how, so I, I did the program right now because I knew I would have more time to do it. I'm not commuting, I'm sitting at home, so I probably have a lot more free time than I would in a non-pandemic year. Um, but I underestimated the power of recovery in a sense. Uh, so even if I just take one evening off per week, obviously it would be a lot easier if I didn't just sit at home and watch the movie, whereas I've been looking at the computer the whole time for a week. It would be much better if I could actually go out and, and really refuel in a, in a different way. So I think I underestimated um, how tough it would be to refuel, um, knowing that I'm working from home all the time too. I think we were thinking that friendships wouldn't be as close as they might be in a full-time program, whereas actually we are very close, not with everyone, that's for sure. And, and it doesn't have as much of a reach because we can't go to, I don't know, like clubs in person, et cetera. But um, I do think that because we are all going through quite an awful time together, uh, it does bring us close. What skills have you found most useful for your line of work? Um, I, I know it's going to sound really obvious, but time management, uh, this is, yeah, in a, in a way, we, we do have a lot of group works and we have a lot of people sitting, because it's a global MBA, we have people sitting everywhere in the world. Um, so really trying to figure out how to patch up parts of your day to make sure that you accommodate for doing group work, doing any individual work. Then working, then making sure that whatever group work you're doing kind of makes sense in the context of other people's schedule and, and sleeping hours. Um, I think that's definitely something that, that I've uh, improved a lot over the course of the MBA, but also just being more thoughtful and strategic about what I'm doing. I think um, we obviously during an MBA, you look at so many different frameworks, so many different models and in a way, after time, I think that your head just starts thinking in those models without you having to develop the model yourself. So I think that's definitely been a great benefit. What changes to the landscape are you seeing in your role and how do you expect it to bounce back? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting question, right? Because I mean, I'm, I'm based in the UK and I see how, for example, last week, um, a lot of people had booked last minute holidays to, to Portugal because it was the only country that they could travel to. And all of a sudden they had to cancel it all. Uh, and people are, are really desperate to, to, you know, refuel, as I was saying before, to really catch a break and they don't really know how to. So I think that while hospitality will definitely come back, um, everywhere in the long term. For now, what we might start seeing is a similar break offering just closer to home, let's say. So all these types of, you know, all-inclusive or just services that allow you to reconnect and that are more experiential will probably come alive a lot more, even if it's, you know, if you're based in London, only half an hour away from London, you'll be able to go somewhere and have different a place where you can do different activities and, and where you can 
really feel like you're on a holiday as if you were somewhere else, even though you're not so far from home. And then more pertinent to your personal journey, where do you go from here? Yeah, so I actually started this MBA thinking, hmm, maybe I maybe I find out that I really like another industry uh, and I switch industries after the program or maybe I go into another part of hospitality. Um, but actually, I, I just accepted an offer to start a new role a month from now. So not even when I'm finished with the MBA yet, uh, which is yeah, just a, a little bit more senior, more reporting uh, roles to me and, and just more responsibility all in all in a, an investment advisory capacity. Uh, so it's it's interesting, right? Like um, quite a few of my colleagues have had this that because we are doing a part time MBA, it's not we don't do internships halfway through. And also we don't necessarily have to wait until the end of the program to really see opportunities coming in. Um, I think in the last few weeks, it's it's started to get a lot uh, more active in the employment market. So, um, yeah, I think my my program might be a bit unusual in that sense. Do you have any tips for MBAs who are in hospitality um, and trying to progress their career? I think it's a I think it's it's a great opportunity actually um, because I've been on the on the hospitality investment side. What I saw most of my colleagues do were actually maybe masters in finance, uh, CFA, or, or becoming a qualified surveyor. Um, the MBA has definitely not been such a popular option in that regard. But I think, look, we work in an operational industry, and you can't deny that an MBA teaches you the skills that really are required in hospitality in regards to customer centricity, like the people skills. I think it's it's really an invaluable experience um, that can definitely help you either continue in the hospitality sector with just a broader perspective overall, or obviously a change over to, to other industries that might have that huge human factor too. Yeah, just one other kind of twist on that question. How about MBAs who are looking to move into the hospitality industry, but they haven't worked in it? Any tips you have for them? Yeah, I think um, because this was what I what I was thinking of when I was thinking, oh, will I stay in hospitality or not? What I was thinking is the transferable skills, right? Um, what skills can you can you just put from one com- or take from one industry and, and bring them to another? And I think if you think about those, the, the key transferable skills that will allow you to get into hospitality, it's, as I said, all about the people. It's like... Um, culture and that customer centricity so that you ensure that you offer customers what they want or what they didn't even know that they needed at the time when they needed and and really focused on on that experiential side and making sure that you know you make the most out of um, out of their objective so yeah I think that's that's really key and as long as you have that sort of skill as long as you try to develop that sort of skill you should be fine I think that part's so interesting with hospitality is it's not only giving people what they want but what they don't even know they want <laughs> exactly yeah I mean I, I think uh, a lot of times particularly in, in luxury hotels for example what you're trying to do is create this wow moment so try to know as much as, as you can from your guests uh, so that you can anticipate what will really impress them, right? And it's 
obviously that's in a really small base. So that is when you're working in one hotel, looking specifically at one customer. But if you're on a broader view, so for example, if you're Marriott International, if you're in the headquarters like I am, how do you anticipate where the customers are going just generally, where the trends are going and what will be profitable or what will be what will make more sense in terms of a business model in hospitality going forward. That's all for today's Modern MBA podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Marie. If you like this episode, remember to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And you can get access to articles and more great content by visiting our website, themodernmba.co.uk, or you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Until next time, bye! Bye.